Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Well, it's just me today. My sweet babe surprised me with a huge surprise. We were flying back from uh, North Carolina from a job we had, and we had some friends actually surprise us at the airport that are from out of state. So we spent the whole day with them, and then she laid down and ended up falling asleep. And so I'm just going to knock out this devotional, and I actually hand-selected this one. I think that you guys will like it. I think that it's something that we we all need to work on. And so honestly, if you guys like this, feel free to share it with someone that you think may be struggling with this because I know that as we were talking at dinner, this topic came up and I know that we were all struggling with it to a certain extent. And so I hope it blesses you guys. It's from New Morning Mercies. It's November 11th and the title is Grace in Motion. You don't wait for grace and then do what God has told you to do you get enabling grace in motion. Moses didn't understand this. Gideon didn't understand this. The fearful army of Israel didn't understand this. The disciples in hiding after the death of Jesus didn't understand this. Many of us panic today because we don't understand this. God's grace provides everything that we require. God's grace is form-fitted for our moment of need. God's grace is multifaceted and expansive, but also focused and personal. God and grace doesn't just forgive us. He also empowers us to do what he calls us to do. As you read through the Bible, you can see that it has always been hard for the people of God to rest in the reality of grace and motion. There is no better example of this than when the children of Israel found themselves at the Red Sea with the angry army of Egypt bearing down at them. Exodus 14 verses 10 through 18. When Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us in bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, Leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, Don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so that the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will get glory over Pharaoh and all of his hosts, his chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten glory over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Even though they have just experienced God's miracles that secured their escape from the slavery of Egypt, the children of Israel, stuck between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army with no means of altering their circumstances, are in a complete panic. They are convinced that Moses has dragged them out into the wilderness to die, but God knows exactly what he is doing. 
He has manufactured this entire situation to demonstrate his glory to his people and to defeat the Egyptian army. And if it is necessary to part the waters of the Red Sea, he will do that for his children. What he does not do is tell them what's going to happen beforehand. Why? Because he is working in them as he works in us to craft us into people of robust and sturdy faith. He calls us to follow and he willingly unleashes his grace as we do. And I just thought that was so powerful and so needed. I think there's a lot of us um, who are in places that maybe we're afraid to walk through the doors that God's opening or we're going through a really big hardship and we don't think God can come through. And I just, you know, was even spending time with Tori before uh, she ended up falling asleep. And I was just reminding her that, babe, like God's got us. His grace is sufficient for us. He's going to come through for us. Like this is going to happen. We just need to keep faith and we need to not let the plot of the enemy, which is to speak fear and lies into our heart, take root. We need to let our faith in the Lord and our trust in the Lord take root and help us direct us and propel us forward to where he's calling us. And I always say that the Lord provides a lamp for our feet, not a flashlight to see around the corner. That means that as we carry a lamp and think about it, visualize yourself carrying a lamp in a dark night, you're carrying that lamp and it illuminates each step you take and it illuminates the next step and the next step. And the next step, we don't have a flashlight. We can't tell the future. We don't know what's going to happen, but we have a Lord who comforts us on each step as he guides our steps and transforms us from the inside out into who he wants us to be on this walk with him. It's not a sprint. Okay. So let's enjoy this while we're going with him. Let's have faith that he's going to accomplish great things, the things that he wants to do, not just what we want to do. It's going to be different than what we want, and it's going to be better. And we need to have trust in that because his ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. They're significantly better, and that's an understatement. So I'm going to go and pray this out, but let's keep faith today, you all. Let's rem- let's remind ourselves to, to walk in that grace that he gives us daily. Let's let that lamp for our feet be that grace in motion that we need to keep moving forward. Lord, thank you for this sweet time just to be reminded that you are good in every step of our life, God, that you have things planned out, Lord. You have our steps planned out, Lord. You know what we're going to do because you're outside of time. You already know it, God. So help us to trust you with that. Help us to believe in the already not yet and that your kingdom is already established, but it's not yet here. And so we can walk forward with so much confidence and so much faith and so much trust in your plan for our lives, God, that we can walk confidently and emphasis on walk, God. Help us to walk and to not run. That way we don't stumble, Lord. Help us to walk confidently, build our confidence. Use the Holy Spirit, God, to work inside of us right now. That And if, if you're pressing something on any of our hearts right now that we need to walk forward into, God, I pray that you'll give us the confidence and do that. God, help us to, to quit knocking on the door that says push, God, as Tori says, Lord. Thank you for this sweet time, Lord. And right now we're going to open up the floor for our, our listeners to continue in prayer, and we're going to be praying with them. So cover me in the blood.
Amen, God. <laughs> I'm typically waiting for Tor to respond to that. Uh, anyways, love you all. Don't forget, you are God's masterpiece, and we'll be talking tomorrow. Au revoir.